Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire. I'm your guide back to that happiness, or even to discovering it for the first time in your life beyond codependency. Excited to have you here. In today's episode, we're going to be doing episode number nine of Emotional Wellbeing. We're talking about a trick I use in order to regulate the anxiety or fear one has about what other people think about them. So we're going to be jumping into that here real quick. Before we do that, I am going to get this shared out to the community so you guys can participate as well. Let me know how you're doing in the comments below Um, because I'm curious just how, how are things? What's going on in your world? So let's get that out there. Um, if you're interested in joining the community, link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Make sure you check the rules or in the description above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And check the rule link there. Make sure it's the rules are something you that work for you and that the community is an appropriate <laughs> container for you in your journey. As well as if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys for helping me get up there. I'm almost 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's for me as I'm a small... But it's cool. So thank you. Appreciate it. All right. As well as here on Facebook or on the podcast, share this out with people you know that could benefit from it. I would I really appreciate that. Um, that helps there in getting my work out there into the world. Because frankly, guys, we're interdependent. We can't succeed without each other. So I appreciate your contribution to my success and my prosperity. And I hope that my work is adding to your success and prosperity in your world. All right, <clears throat> so let's talk about this idea of emotional well-being. I'm feeling scared about what others think. Well, here's this thing we do. With, uh, uh, here's what we can do about it. Uh, I bring this topic up because it's something I deal with frequently, uh, personally. It is one of the big climbs in my life is navigating this tenuous connection between I want to be liked and I want to be myself kind of thing. And a lot of this for me deals with safety. Uh, growing up, I was not the, and it's, you guys probably relate to this, were you the normal child growing up? Did you have the normal interests everybody else had? Were your peers like warm and open to you because or did they just call you, you know, Marshall, you're weird. Why would you like that? Did you find yourself not having the interests they have, um, not feeling like they made sense to you or you made sense to them, or feeling like you were an outsider because you didn't have a particular quality they wanted? In my experience, that was my childhood for a long time and most of my middle school years. I was fortunate to have some very close friends people who cared about me, but a lot of my experience was about being emotionally, verbally, and sometimes physically bullied uh, by my peers uh, because I didn't see the world the way they did. I didn't understand the things they understood, and I had my own weird little quirks. And so I grew up learning to fear others that way, and especially fear their judgment of me because that judgment spread like a virus around to other people and then you get this kind of social wave of rejection that comes in it because people are just blindly as 
agreeing with the claims of the other person. So my body has a high sensitivity to the way others perceive me. And one way I regulate this fear of what other people think about me and what their perspectives of me are, that has to do with value. So in the happiness after codependency system in the the Know Yourself course in that, the Know Yourself strategy, takes this concept called innate value. Innate value is this idea that we have intrinsic worth, that it is indeed, it's not changeable, it's not, it's, you can't add to or change it. You can only come into awareness and witness of it and connection to it. And through that connection, you can change uh, your life, to be really cliche. But when we're aligned with innate value, we're able to see people, places, and things in our world through a different lens. We're able to find solutions, ideas, opportunities, connection, and guidance through that lens. And this is this starts that this cultivation of innate value, getting connected to it and starting to experience it. I started off with a practice called retrieving innate value. Because in codependency, it's our value is is entangled with the other person's approval their other person's perspective of us. So we have given them a sense of authority and power (coughs) over our innate, over our sense of worth as a human being. As a child growing up in, in this social dynamic that I experienced, that my, my, my sense of value was tangled up in what uh, my peers would communicate to me and how they would perceive me. And I allowed that to define me uh, because that's a fond response there. I allowed them to define me so I could find some safety and find some way of, of finding connection and identity and safety and those three necessities show up again in those experiences. Well, as I've healed and as I've grown, this is still a wrestle for me because my brain's like, well, I'm safe with these people, but what about the new people? And so one way I regulate with this is I retrieve my innate, my value, my sense of worth from their judgment. In other words, and for me, I'm, I'm a visual kinesthetic person, so I can feel myself and see myself taking it from them and <coughs> bringing it back into my body. That's what I mean by retrieval. Now, the, the experience of retrieval may be different for you in that, but the idea is is, they no longer have the authority over the value. I have my value despite them and their perspective. Put another way, I differentiate my worth from their opinion. So now I have the separation there and two realities can exist there. Their reality of how they perceive me, my reality of who I am to me. And I have found over and over and over and over, this regulates my social anxiety. It brings it way down because now I don't care. Instead, I'm more curious, more curious about who these people are, curious about what they're doing, curious about where they fit in my world because I'm now aligned with my own sovereignty, my own power, my own wisdom for my world. And 
that increases my safety because safety is a funny thing. We've got three forms of safety we seek in life. We have physical safety, emotional safety, and relational safety. And each of these safeties operate in a three-way connection with reality. So that three-way connection is you to yourself, you to others, and others to you. Okay? So like in physical safety, am I a physical safe space for myself? Is my body a safe space? Is my physical container? Am I treating myself with safety? Emotionally, am I emotionally safe? Do I respect what I feel, value what I feel, treat what I feel with respect and curiosity? And then relationally with myself, am I treating myself with respect? Am I valuing my own boundaries? Am I acknowledging um, my needs, my wants, my capacities, my limits, that kind of thing. And this allows me to discover internal safety, the safety that's within my body. Even though, you know, on our part might be anxious, I can find this other space of safety. And when I have, when, when we take our value from another person and we take ownership of it, we differentiate it from their opinion and we contain it, we embody it, we encapsulate or occupy the space of our value. That restores these three safeties very quickly because now we're not hunting and seeking for our value outside of ourselves. We're not trying to protect ourselves by throwing ourselves under the bus and we're not trying to conform to something in order to appease a person, place, or thing we feel vulnerable to. Instead, we get to stand in that true power of self and embody the safety that that brings to us. So I do this frequently. And when I say frequently, every single day, like I'm scrolling through Facebook, oh, this post, my brain's like, oh my gosh, they're so much better. And then I retrieve my value from it. I retrieve my value from people's approval too, not just the fear of rejection, but their approval because codependency loves approval because it's an affirming experience for oneself. It's an external validation of one's legitimacy. And that's a trap because then our brains swing towards what happens when they reject us. And there's a lot of power we're giving people there when we are hooked on that. So when I retrieve my value from their approval and their rejection, then I can get more honest into the connection I have with them and then approach the reality I have with them in a more sane, sober way so that I can have a, a genuine quality experience there. Basically, I can know what to do because I can identify the patterns of behavior, impacts, and results that are happening, find out if they align with what I need and want in my world, and make an honest decision from there. That's sober living. So my friends, if you're wrestling with this, if this is something that has got you gripped, like, ah, their point of view terrifies my body, put this trick, uh, use this trick, this approach, and see what happens for you. Now, here's the cool part. In the five-day challenge that starts here in two and a half weeks, so March 28th, class four, we talk about innate value, and then I give you the process for retrieving that value. There's four different tools you can use to make that happen. So come, join us, learn about your innate value, how to differentiate it from transactional value or functional value, and how to retrieve it 
and then begin embodying it because there's a there's an enormous journey of self there and connecting to who we are while being anchored in our innate value so come join us link is above on facebook below on youtube and on my front and on the uh my front page of my website at freetheself.com we start march 28th we run through april 1st classes taught twice a day at 11 a.m and 6 p.m mountain time monday through friday <clears throat> robin says that space between is so healing whenever i can recognize that i feel so many possibilities to enjoy life yes because you're back aligned with you you're back with who you are robin so lean into trusting that a bit and seeing what else it discovers. What else do you discover there for yourself? My friends, we do not have to stay in codependency. We don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to cope with this either. And in my own journey with, with codependency, I remember th one of my therapists was like, you're going to have to learn to cope with this, Marshall. That's part of who you are. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to play this game. I'm, that's actually what moved me into... <coughs> looking at other approaches to healing and i'm like i'm gonna do my own thing and here we are guys codependency is a survival strategy it has done its job it's got you here and now let's discover who you are beyond that codependency so you can know real happiness real well-being in your world so come join us for the five-day challenge starting march 28th again that link is above on facebook below on youtube and on my front page you have other anything else going on in your world i hold space for that because i know there's a lot of turmoil going going on for many of us personally and out there in the world a lot of space for for ukraine and all the pain that's happening in syria and yemen and everywhere else because there's a lot of humans doing harmful things to humans so gentleness there okay now, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me a bit of your time. If this video, if what I've talked about here has affected you in a positive way, let me know in the comments below and also share this out to people you know that will benefit from it. And hit that subscribe button on YouTube or follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Links above on Facebook, below on YouTube for those channels. Thank you for being here again. Appreciate you and I will see you guys in our next video. Bye-bye.